Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Strahda Dundalk and Cavan. Our service departments are open with all HSC and government guidelines in place to keep you and our staff safe. Sales are click and deliver only through our website, blackstonemotors.ie. Stay safe from Blackstone Motors. Ah, oh, my heart's broke this afternoon. Is Kylie engaged, is she? There's a, a shocking rumour out there that she got engaged. Somebody let it slip. In his side of things, Paul Solomon's this fella she's been with for the last few years. Oh, she is. There'll be a lot of disappointed people in the world, including yours truly. <laughs> anyway, Kylie, good luck to her if she is engaged. I wish her well. Welcome to the show this Friday afternoon. Lots to chat over the next couple of hours. Daniel O'Donnell's with us a little bit later on. He is a new prodigy. We're going to be talking about that. John Moore's a cookery book. Lovely week, cookery book. He's in the dock this afternoon. We'll be giving him a bell. And Leon Blanche looking ahead, of course, to the weekend in sport. And if you think you're having an SHI dot T Friday, when you hear Ephus. Eva Heaney's story, very funny, I promise you. But first up, one of my favourites of all time, he's on the line, Keith Barry, good afternoon. Hey, how are you, Jerry? I'm really good, great to catch you again on the show. Listen, we were chatting, you and I, earlier on in the week, and uh, thanks indeed for taking time to join us today, always appreciated. No I, want to, I want to start off, uh, you know, look, you're in your beautiful caboose in your back garden, you were telling us during last year how you were getting on, and you are busy, it has to be said, but Keith, this five kilometre restriction, the lockdown is on again, and no sign of it lifting, purpose, talk to me about people and purpose in life. Yeah, well, look, I suppose I've been hired a lot by different corporates around the world to engage and motivate their staff. And, you know, their staff are no different than your listeners right now. And what I've identified really is the lack of purpose that is out there right now, because really uh, purpose has been taken away from people. You know, for me, I live for being on stage. And, you know, March 10th last year, I was on stage in the Olympia. Life was great. Um, there was one and a half thousand people there. And then, of course, that was taken away. Uh, and then I, I was just thinking about it, you know, a few weeks ago and deeply thinking about it that, you know, my life purpose, if you like, is to entertain people and be on that stage. And and it's in my DNA at this stage. And that was taken away from me. And obviously, you know, for, certainly for a month or two, I felt really down in the dumps with that. But I've identified that, you know, I suppose most people's purpose has been taken away. So, yeah, we can walk within five kilometres from our house and we can try and stay positive. And I'm a, a positive person, as you know. But, you know, I think people need to just uh, really be kind to themselves because I think what they might not know themselves is actually that their own life purpose was taken away in some shape or form, depending on what it is that you do in life. 
Um, and I also think the government uh, actually has no concept about this insofar as they haven't put any deep thoughts themselves into this, that albeit people are safe and they're in their, they're in their houses and in their back gardens, that actually... You know, it's very difficult for people these days to find their purpose in life, you know. Mm, so be kinder to yourself, for sure. You say that. Be considerate to others around you. Keep an eye out for people because this is a huge factor. And you talk about the government there and, you know, we've had a change of government uh, with mm. the election. We have a new Minister for Health, a new Taoiseach on that at the minute. What do you think of them as regards, you know, empathy towards people? What's your view? Well, I personally feel they have a huge lack of empathy. Um, and they, certainly if they do have empathy, they're not showing it properly, I can tell you that much. Because from all the people that I've talked to, they don't feel the empathy. And, you know, empathy is an emotion and it's a feeling. And, you know, years ago it was seen as a, a soft skill in business, but now it's seen as an essential skill in business. And I think our, our leaders could do a lot to learn about uh, empathy as an emotion. Because, look, when I see them all talking uh, and, you know, look, dare I say it, sometimes glibly, you know, I just don't feel any empathy from any of them. So, for example, you know, I watched Stephen Donnelly myself. He was on the TV the other night. Um, I think it was the Tonight Show I saw him on. Uh, and it was all about, you know, that thumbs up that he gave Tony Holland. And personally, I wouldn't read too much into that. But it was the way that he was answering the questions. There was a, you know, there was certain smirk on his face. I think they need to understand that people notice that, they see that, uh, and, and if they really have any kind of empathy for what's going on out there, they need to start showing it, and people need to start feeling that in order to create a connection, because this whole thing that we're in it together, I mean, that's all great and all the rest of it, but really, do we feel we're all in it together still? I'm not so sure. Um, but for me, I certainly feel like I'm in it together. Like, you know, two days ago, I... Uh, Skyped or, or Zoomed rather it, directly into um, Cork University Hospital um, and I'm just doing it to just try and motivate those people down there, just try and help them so as much as I can, I personally help people I think we need to do that, we need to you know, in our own bubbles at least uh, make sure that uh, you know we say be kind to other people but I think we need to focus on ourselves a little bit sometimes as well and actually just be kind to yourself there's some strategies you, you can put in place to do that you know, in my own family uh you know, I make sure that I, I actually plan fun time for the family. So whether that fun time is literally just going out in the back garden and firing a Frisbee around, or if it's playing Monopoly Cheaters Edition and having a marathon game of that over the weekend, but I plan that fun time, Jerry. Um, and I think people need to do that because very often I, I'm finding with talking to people, the kids are kind of locked in the bedrooms and left their own devices and on the devices, and that can be very bad for them. So I would say plan your fun time uh, also it's okay if you end up having a drink on a Wednesday night. It's okay if the house gets a bit messy. Don't beat yourself up. That's the most important thing, you know. Good advice there. And I just back to politicians and government, with all the advisors they pay huge money to nowadays uh, for their PR and, you know, their skills in communication, mm. you'd scratch your head when you hear the likes of yourself saying what you feel. What about, you know, um, the whole area of communication again? And that it ties in with that. I spoke to... Uh, a lovely young lady who's home from New Zealand for quite some time now in Ireland, but lived through uh, from March on up till nearly Christmas, uh, back home in New Zealand, had to come home for a very particular reason. And she was telling me this day week at this time how, uh, you know, she felt the difference between the communication from Jacinda Ardern and our government every day in New Zealand. As to what we get here, now and again we get a bulletin from the Taoiseach or whatever. She says it's unbelievable. 
Yeah, like I'm actually a little bit amused by the whole thing at this stage. Now, I have personally um, reduced my intake of news feeds. But with that being said, certainly at the very start of the pandemic, we were getting informed correctly every single day. And I, I did feel that there was a certain sense of uh, empathy coming from Leo at that moment in time. But since the new change and shift in government, yeah, I, I find that it's very quiet. Um, you know, and the leaders that we see around the world, they're leading. You know what I mean? And leading is really influencing a body of people uh, towards a, a, a collective goal, if you like. Um, and that's what true leadership is. But, you know, they're following. They're just following other countries around the world. And we're following late. As you know, we were late with the masks. We're, we're going to be late with the vaccines, you know, and it's all too, li- too late. We're, you know, we're late shutting down the airport. You know, we know all the strains are in here. And, I, I, you know, you go back to communication. It's so obvious to me that they're kind of just repeating what their media advisors are giving them. And insofar as, you know, the same line is coming out of every single politician right now. 95% of the cases are community transfer. Why is everybody focusing on the airport? It's only 5% of the cases. And I think they don't really understand that people are smart. Like the, the people listening right now are smart. I'm smart. You're smart. We know that, you know, the airport should have been tightened up uh, at the very least, tightened up months and months and months ago. And Tony Holland called for it back last May. And, you know, the aggressive strain that's now in here uh, wouldn't be in here if they had done that. Um, and that's what Jacinta did brilliantly down in, in New Zealand. And also, like, people don't remember. Like, a couple of months ago, she came out and she said, uh, we're going to show solidarity with the people and all of the politicians down here. We're going to take a reduction in our wages. I mean, that's showing leadership and empathy. And look, unfortunately, we don't have that. I don't see it coming anytime soon, Jerry. So we can talk about this uh, cows come home. But, um, you know, I also think as I look at this, just as on a personal level, as I look at this, you know, there's not enough strong female leaders out there. Yes, you can look at Mary Lou. Um, and look, I'm pretty apolitical, so I'm kind of indifferent, if you like. Um but even Mary Lou, like, you know, as much at all, uh, she's a very intelligent uh, leader. I don't feel empathy from her either. And, you, and Jacinta is the perfect example because she's the perfect example of a strong leader uh, making quick, fast, amazing decisions. But also, uh, you know, again, going back to that empathy, just showing that empathy with the feeling, uh, you know, with the, the public. And that's why they all got on board down there. And that's why they're back to having concerts and all the rest now, whereas we're being yeah. told... You know, we we can't have a, a you know, we can't travel during the summer. And look, sure, I don't even know when I'll be back on stage. I certainly won't be any, on stage anytime soon. You know, mm, and our crowd gave themselves a pay rise, but that's for another day. Don't uh, uh, don't uh, even go there. Look, let's talk about you for a moment. You're busy, busy. You are keeping busy. You're involved in a lot. What's this story with you and the wonderful Richard Madden from Game of Thrones? What's going on? Yeah, I'm kind of involved in lots of different. Uh, strange projects at this moment in time. So I'm working on Now You See Me 3, which is going to be a TV series. So I have started working on that. And then I'm also working on a TV series called Citadel, which is going to be an Amazon uh, series. It'll be on Amazon. And yeah, Richard Madden, a lot of people will be familiar with him from Game of Thrones. Uh, He plays a baddie in this uh, new TV series. And I had to teach him how to knuckle roll a Zippo lighter uh, for his role. So that was a, a kind of a fun project. Uh, that I was working on for the past couple of weeks uh, and I'll continue to do so in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and then I'm performing online loads. And actually, look, uh, I, I, I don't want to forget to say this. Did I ever mention to you? I don't know if I did. 
I had a crazy wild night out with Kylie Minogue one time. And I heard you mention her earlier on. Did I ever tell you that? <laughs> you told me when we were out in Loch Arrow in a boat fishing one day and we were trying to get a, get, get you a fish. And we did eventually, myself and Ken Murray. Yeah, but did you did, just well. tell the listeners, you did have a night, didn't you? Yeah, so I, I had this strange night where I was working on the Now You See Me project. So I was in London. So Woody Harrelson texted me and said, uh, Keith, we're having drinks tonight. Do you want to come along? I was like, sure. So I came along. And when he said we, it was just him and Kylie Minogue. So I went into this place called the Chilter and Firehouse, and it was me, Woody Harrelson, and Kylie Minogue. And I thought she'd be a, a kind of a, a quiet character, maybe, uh, you know, a vegan and having a, a glass of water. Well, it turns out uh, Kylie was ordering shots of uh, Japanese whiskey, and we were uh, drinking those till the, the, the wee hours of the night, as they say. And she was great crack, and it performed loads of magic for her. Um, so I had a great fun night out with her, you know. Oh, brilliant. My kind of woman. I always knew that anyway. Thanks for confirming <laughs> it again today to us. Hey, you were on one of our sister stations last evening, FM 104, and you made yeah. a prediction, did you, about pubs? Yeah, yeah. I reckon that the pubs will be back open June 1st, I think. That's my little prediction there now. So uh, I think it'll certainly be, for the most part, outside in the beer garden, probably limited inside. But I reckon June 1st is the date the pubs will be back open so fingers crossed that'll actually happen you know yeah and good weather and we can go outdoors and at yeah. least then you know people would be able to socialise to a degree and connect again which, which, which we're all missing haven't you a Valentine's show as well lined up uh, for this uh, coming Love Fest on the 14th yeah I'm really excited you know I've done a couple of public virtual shows and the reaction has been phenomenal um, so yeah putting on sale for Valentine's night, which of course is just Sunday week. Uh, it's at 9pm and it's a 70 minute virtual immersive interactive experience. So basically everybody that buys a ticket that turns up, you'll all be involved in the show. And you know, I find these virtual shows are working much better than I thought they would because people get to see me up close and personal, which uh, they wouldn't ordinarily do, I suppose. Uh, and I've designed material, magic and mentalism that happens in your hands, in your houses. Um, so I'm really excited. We've already got about 500 people turning up. Um, so it's going to be an amazing night. Uh, and when I say 500 people, it's weird for me to say this, but it's actually 500 devices. So it could be 1,000 or 1,500 people already yes. turning up on the night. Um, so, yeah, the tickets are up on eventbrite.ie or also through my website, which is just keithbarry.com. And just for your listeners, Jerry, I've put a promo code in place. So if people want to come along, for the next 24 hours only, I might add, if they just find where it says enter promo code on event price, you'll get 10 euros off a ticket. So the ticket price will then become 17 euros 55. And one ticket per household will suffice. So if you want to watch it with the kids, it is family friendly. Uh, or if you just want to get the kids to bed and watch it with your loved ones, uh, you can do that as well. So eventbrite.ie promo code MAGIC, all uppercase, by the way, M-A-G-I-C, and you get 10 euros off a ticket. Good, best offer you'll get this Friday afternoon. Now, I am getting really nervous before we finish because you have sent me a link. Uh, mm. Just a few moments ago, I'll tell listeners, I just heard yeah. the bing on my phone, and I see this link. What's this all about? Okay, so here's the thing. We're going to try something now, and I, I have absolutely no idea if this is going to work. So if you're nervous, I'm definitely nervous because this is new to me. I can't even see you, Jerry. So here's the idea. Uh, I sent you a link, and you should be able to see a YouTube uh, window there. But don't I hit do. play. Yeah. See the YouTube window? Yeah. Good. All right, so it's a YouTube link. Now, here's the idea. Jerry, look, your listeners will know that, you know, when they listen to your radio show, they kind of have a, an idea of your taste in music, right? So I want you to 
Think of a song, not yet. Now, in a moment, you're going to think of a song that you think that nobody, none of your listeners would guess that you were going to think of. So I want you to think of a random song in a moment. But first of all, I want you to know, I absolutely love Kylie Minogue. Um, I also love, by the way, Brian Adams. And then finally, I love Queen. I just, I'm a big Freddie Mercury fan. Now, forget about all of that, Jerry. And then just name uh, a song out loud and the artist that, that, uh, that sings that song. So go ahead. What? artist popped into your head there oh my god you, you've you've caught me now what who will i say somebody that i i, I don't like it, it doesn't mean that you don't like them but it can just be a random like some a song perhaps that you haven't thought about in a couple of months or maybe even years <sighs> okay can i say the name of the song i'm not sure of the artist yeah, but just, I mean, you need to know the artist and the song. I want you to actually know who it is. So change your mind to a different song and make sure that you know the artist as well. I want you to be certain about this, and I want your listeners to be certain that you're a certainer. So, so three, two, one, oh an my artist and a song. God so. almighty, now you've put me on the spot. An artist and a song. Let me think. I've gone totally blank. An artist. One that I just, I might play, but I, I mightn't particularly... Like yeah, or, or, yeah, but not one that you've played like recently. So not one that you've played like in the last two weeks. Uh, okay, um, let me think. Let me think. I'm lost here. Let me just think about somebody. Oh my else. God, I've never heard Jerry Kelly lost. No, I, I'm lost because I love music. I love lots of music. And I, you, you take your time there, Jerry, and I'll remind people: Eventbrite.ie promo code Magic M A G I C all uppercase just for the next twenty four hours, people. And don't forget, the show will be at 9 o'clock on Valentine's night. So you can either put the kids to bed or you can let them stay up late and watch the show with them. Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. like a virgin. Madonna, like a virgin. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, now. <laughs> Where did that come from in this stupid head of mine? <laughs> yeah, I know. It took a minute. But here's the idea. It's important for your listeners to know that we didn't set up anything in advance and that you had no idea you're going to think of Madonna. Like a Keith, virgin. I'll tell you, I, and you're right, it's not like me. But I struggled big time to pull on that one. But it just came to me then, yes. And I do like Madonna, but I wouldn't play her that often, to be honest with you. Um, so on that YouTube link that I sent. No, you. no. So you've just sent me, look, a YouTube link a few moments ago. Look, and it's, it's blank there. And I'm just going to hit this link play. here now. Uh, well, I just hit it, yeah? Yeah, just hit play on it. And turn up the volume on your phone. Oh, my God, Almighty. Hold on. It's up. Here it comes. You are simply a genius, let me say. Keith Barry, how do you do it? No, I don't want to know how you do it. Oh, my word almighty. Isn't that just incredible? Incredible. Because that was sitting on my phone. Yeah, that on was your sitting phone. on my it on your phone for twenty minutes, <laughs> and uh, and you can check that out. By the way, I want you to know, like people will think that that's some kind of a weird thing. That's actually a real YouTube link. Uh, there's no it way is. to get at that. There's no way to alter it. No, you like twenty minutes ago, but there is a clue. No, a yeah, clue and it's it's as to how I did this. By the way, Jerry, in the language that I used in the last six minutes, I influenced you to think of Madonna like a virgin.
My, oh my, isn't that just something else? And that, I have to tell listeners, it's the original video on YouTube of the song that I've just played there. And genuinely, it's been sitting on my phone there. And I'll tell you this as well. I'm going to let you in a little secret, uh, Keith Barry. Mm. I was struggling that much. Eamon Doyle is producing the show with me here today. And I was doing this into Eamon. Please help me. Please help me. (laughs) And you know what he did? He well, turned his back on me and wouldn't oh, give me no. one bit of help. He, and he, oh. said, he just pointed at me and said, you do it. There you go. So even I, I looked for yeah. help from somebody else. It wasn't forthcoming. Maybe that's good it didn't because it came out of my head then eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> it, well, as they say at the end of every good show, that's magic. And it's real magic. Keith, you never cease to amaze me. Thank you so much. You've made my day and I'll carry this with me into the weekend. God bless you. We'll talk oh, again pleasure. soon. Thanks, Jerry. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Isn't that man just simply remarkable? Oh, listen, I have to take a break. Have to take a break. (laughs) I have calmed down. I have. I just love magic and I love that man. He's something else. Well, there's only one thing to do. It was on my phone a moment ago. Here it is. Madonna, like a virgin. Unbelievable. I'll certainly remember that one, won't I? For a long time. I really will. How does he do it? I just sent him a message there to say that he's a genius. I am. I like Madonna. I do like Madonna. But as he said to me there, it took me a while to think. It's someone I wouldn't have played a lot or really thought about in the show. I did play a track from uh, the album The Attic when I was doing that. I I had a Madonna, yes, the True Blue album. I played definitely from that album a track of it. But he was right. It's someone that wouldn't be in focus, really, for me, like Billy Joel, who are featuring this week, Kylie, you know, uh, Brian Adams, Thin Lizzy, things like that. But that... Wow, I, I was stu- I was stunned. I was stunned. I really, I was trying to think of somebody like her and, and a song, and that was a bit way out for me. How does he do it? Anyway, remember he's a big Valentine's show. If you go to Eventbrite and enter Magic M A G I C, the code, you get a tenner off, and you can join in the fun with all the family and Keith for Valentine's. Now, I want to say this to you again at this time. You know, our local businesses in the northeast, right across Louth and Mead. They're so good to us and they're so good to football clubs, for charity sponsorship, you name it. They're there, you go in, people have gone in over the years. Well, you know what? We need to help them at this time because it's tough. And remember, they employ our family, friends and neighbours. Local businesses are everything. So I say to you this weekend, if you're going shopping, if you have something to get, whether you can go in physically to a shop or whatever, or you can order online. Lots of these businesses locally have online presence now. Support local. We're right behind local here on LMFM Radio. And I am always encouraging people to think of our local businesses. Help them. Please do shop with them at this time. And we'll all move through this time in our lives and come out the other side with fine businesses and jobs and employment for our family and friends. Thank you for doing that. I really do appreciate it. Now, still to come on Late Lunch after two. Yes, it's from Keith Barry. Daniel O'Donnell is with us after two. Stay with us on Late Lunch. Robbie's just called into the show to say, Jerry, there are three lorries unloading slurry on the link road between RD and the motorway. Uh, the field beside where they are is flooded and, of course, the River D is nearby. That could be a problem, or would be a problem, to be honest with you. The land is absolutely soaked at the minute. It is just at breaking point in terms of the water it's holding. And I was just looking at the Boyne uh, earlier today, and the flood in it is ferocious. I'm sure all rivers are the same. Slurry on the link road between RD and the motorway. 
I must check that out. There's, there's a season for spreading slurry. Is it at the moment? Is it at this time of the year? Can you spread at this time of the year? I don't know how they'd get on the land. They're hardly just dumping it there into a ditch or something. Anyway, Robbie, thanks for letting us know. Keep an eye if you're on the RD, the link road. I know it well between RD and the M1 motorway. If you see anything or you have anything more to say on that, don't forget our usual numbers. 086-1800-658. That's the WhatsApp or text number. Give us a shout if you have anything to say or you want to get in touch with us on the show. Now, we're staying on the music theme on Late Lunch and we have someone you know well. He's a very good friend of ours on the show. He has been for years he's a legend and we have a young man who is making his way in the world and it looks really positive for him i'm delighted to say hello again to daniel o'donnell and also joining us is david james gentlemen welcome to the show good afternoon great to be on the program welcome hi there great to talk to you again my friend how's it going ah good daniel great to have you with us on the show well i'll start with the the whippersnapper if you don't mind daniel for a moment david great to have you on late lunch with us and listen congratulations to yourself on daniel on the new song it's simply brilliant and we're going to hear it in a while david tell us about yourself you actually sit behind a microphone don't you most afternoons on highland radio I do. I'm just getting prepared to go on air here now for my own programme, which goes out from 2.30 to 5. But before that, Jerry, thanks so much for having us on the programme. It's a privilege to be here and a big hello to all your listeners as well. Uh, thrilled to be on the programme and delighted with the new single. Oh, it's great. And I, I want to say to you, I, I know when you're preparing, <laughs> I feel that myself, you're on the run in here, but I know you have a few minutes to chat to us. Tell us the story of yourself and Daniel. I know you've been a huge fan of his from you went to see him in concert when you were much younger. I, yes, I went to see Daniel for the first time when I was 14 in the Clannery Hotel here in Letterkenny. I, I was taken along by my godparents and uh, I, I was there and I was probably the youngest at the concert now. And I was there and I, whenever Daniel hit the stage, you know, it was like a light bulb moment for me. And it was it was certainly that night that planted the seed that gave me the, the um, want to uh, to pursue this career. And then a number of years later, I, I started out and I've been singing and gigging in pubs since I was 15. And I became friendly with Daniel, uh, especially since I started here at Highland Radio. He's become a great friend of our programme as well. And uh, we were due to perform at a concert together last March to celebrate 30 years of Highland Radio. And myself and Daniel were talking about the possibility of doing a duet on the night. And whenever the concert was cancelled, we said, well, why don't we get together and record a duet? So we were looking at different songs and then we're very grateful that Shuni Cramsey, who's a, a magnificent writer and also a Donegal man, he came up with this great song and we're thrilled with how it's turned out. It's karma, isn't it, really? It may not have happened, is that fair to say, but for, you know, COVID. Yeah, and, you know, it's a strange thing to say that you're kind of grateful for a global pandemic, but in a way, I guess I am, you know, uh, perhaps if we would have just done the duet on the night, you know, Daniel would have been away in turn and busy and uh, as he always says, and doing his normal thing. And we might never have got this opportunity. So I, I guess you have to look at life kind of in a glass half full sense. And I'm just delighted to have had this opportunity. Ah, uh, Daniel, uh, waxing lyrical, your uh, partner in crime on this wonderful new song is there. What have you to say about this fella? And, you know, obviously when you work with him, you feel uh, the future is very, very bright. Absolutely, Jerry. Lovely to be with you again. Uh, it, it, it really is for him, I think. And I suppose I, I 
like to encourage new talent anyway. I mean, obviously David has been singing for a while and he's very successful on the radio, just like yourself, uh, probably at a similar time in the afternoon every day. Uh, but it's not easy, you know, when you're starting out in the music business. And, and believe it or not, last week I celebrated. Well, I didn't celebrate, but I passed 40 years since I first went on stage with Margaret. Mm. Uh, my sister, actually, Margaret's going to be 70 tomorrow. Happy <laughs> birthday. I don't, know I don't know what she'll be listening to because she's not wild far from me. She's not. Yes, she could but be. Any. Anyway, everything is muted because of the, 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 the COVID virus, but nevertheless, she's still marking the birthday. So 40 years on, I suppose, I realised and I remember how difficult it is to get started in the music business. And I suppose when David said, well, we were, as he said, was planning to do the, the, the song on the concert. But then when he, he that didn't happen and he, he said, you know, what about recording? I was quite happy because I, I like to encourage the new singers. That's them that's going to keep the music alive in the years to come. And I have no doubt that David will be at the forefront of the troupe that's going to go ahead. And uh, this song, is, I, when I heard it, David has spoken to Shuni, and um, Shuni went away then and wrote, Don't Take the Good Times for Granted. And it's just perfect. I love it. I love singing it. Even though it's a kind of a two-part song, a younger man... Uh, speaking to an older man and uh, unfortunately I had to assume the part of the older man (laughs) 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 oh Daniel time nor tide waits for no man (laughs) 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 but you know something the the theme the name of the song Daniel I have to say don't take the good times for granted there's a message in this last 12 months for Everybody in the world with that title. Well, you know, certainly we have been stopped in our tracks, each and every one of us, whether no matter what we were doing at the time or what way life is for us, we are all on the same level. Now, as I heard Bono saying, we're all in the same ocean, but some are in different boats. And I suppose that's true. Some of us have it a bit easier than others. But nevertheless, everybody, I suppose, is looking towards the same horizon you know, and we're all praying to God that, you know, we will sail to this, please God, sun that's ahead of us and look back and say, you know, well, we got through it. It's just so tragic for those people who have lost loved ones through this pandemic. It's There's nothing that anybody can say or do to make a difference for them other than to let them know that we you know, are thinking about each and every one. Yeah, well said, Daniel. Indeed, fine words at, at this time. David, back to you. Um, 2018, I just want to go back to for a second. You're no stranger to success because that year you had a Christmas number one in the iTunes chart and you performed for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, Harry and Meghan, to mark uh, their visit to Northern Ireland. Yeah, I did. You know this. It was a wonderful opportunity. I was invited by Reverend David Latimer to perform at an event in the Icon Centre in Lisburn. And it was uh, an event for school children. So there was 4,000 school children there. And on the night before in the hotel, the producer of the show told me that the guests of honour would be Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. 
This was just before they got married and at the time I was a big fan of Suits and of course Meghan Markle plays the part of Rachel in Suits. So to get to meet her was incredible and indeed Prince Harry as well and they're both lovely, lovely people and uh, really down to earth. It was one of, one of those real pinch me moments and certainly one that, that I won't forget in a hurry anyway. And and David, presenting Jive Time, the Jive Time show on Highland, which starts, folks, now at half past two. You know the way they listen to all these devices around the world, so they'll be with you, I'm sure, thousands of them. Are you feeling it up there as well, that radio has really come into its own in the last year? Not that it's always been uh, such a wonderful medium to communicate with, but are you feeling that on Jive Time and Highland, that even uh, as people are, you know, restricted, lack of purpose, whatever, radio's big, big, bigger than ever? Certainly, Jerry. I think that radio in the in this time that we're living in, it's such a comfort to people. And you know, perhaps for those who are isolating, uh, maybe the older people or the, or the more vulnerable, it's such a sense of comfort. And perhaps we might be the only voice that they hear coming into their house every day. And it's just nice to be able to keep them company. And I certainly think radio has played such a huge part, particularly in the last ten or twelve months, in in the sanity of people and just keeping people optimistic, giving them hope, but keeping them informed at the same time. I try not to touch on the pandemic in my programme for the for those two and a half hours. We try and take the, the worries of the modern day world away. And I certainly think that it's definitely been a source of comfort and a source of health to people over the last year. Yes, we're feeling that here as well in the North East. And Daniel, for yourself, you've been a great supporter of local radio, regional radio, been available for interviews. You've come in here on a number of occasions to me and, and your music. Local radio loves you as well in playing your music. It's been a, a linchpin. Well, definitely. I mean, I, just, I, I, mean I, I agree totally with David, of course. You know, I, I don't know if, if both of you understand or indeed all uh, presenters and uh, all of the people around you understand now more than ever the importance of your voice because for some people your voice is the only voice they might hear that day the good thing about radio David of course his is, is show is very much music based yours probably am I right in saying is more topical yes, and it deals yes. with issues yeah. so both shows David I suppose has that sort of departure from the worry of it all. The good thing about shows like yours then, on the other hand, is that television gives us the facts and it throws us out at us and sometimes frightens the life out of us. Radio allows conversation to happen and you can tease things out and at the end of it, you sort of take the good out of the the bad announcement too. You take the positive out of it and I think that's where radio has has the power you know you can you can elongate the conversation it's not just thrown out in, in a few minutes on the headlines so it's very important Ah, yeah, it is. For yourself, the importance of, I suppose, what's going on at the minute, the rollout of the vaccine, we're learning more all the time, we're getting to grips with it, and, you know, it it may look dark at this February time, Daniel, but I'm sure you're looking ahead later in the year and into next year already. Any thoughts about, you know, live shows or performances, or where are you with that? Well, we don't know a quick answer when we'll get back. I mean, we have dates in the place for Killarney in August, with the UK in October, America in November. Now, we really cannot say, when I see, you know, the news at the minute, it looks very unlikely. But, 
you know, you never know that the vaccines could come on stream because they're, they're producing new vaccines. There's so many qualified people working on these things that maybe the rollout will come quicker, even though now it seems to be slow. And I mean, I'm not in any way political, uh, Jerry, but I do have to say that sometimes I, I feel very disappointed with the flack the government gets you know, and the people and the, the health, you know, the, the, the I can't remember, and all these, they are doing their level best. Uh, we must remember that these are unprecedented times. And, you know, sometimes I hear them saying, well, if this was done last July, if there's, you know, you cannot look back and say if this was done. There's so many things in all our lives. If we were able to go back and do them, we would do them different. But at the time, it was the way we thought was the right way. Yes. And there's nobody but nobody is trying their best through this. No matter where they are, front line, wherever they're working, everybody is doing their level best. So I think that we just need to be patient. We need, and, 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 and I, I say it too to the opposition politicians. I just think that they should not be politicizing this situation. They should be reaching out and trying to give the leg up or the hand up to those who are at the front. Well said, well said, a unified effort. Daniel, just before you go, just a little message from Geraldine Dillon to say to you, that would ah. you please tell Daniel that his number one fan, Marie Rua, passed away last week. Ah, ah. no way. Well. Yes, yeah, so just well. to, to mention yeah. that to you, and we remember Thanks, her on Geraldine. the show today. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Marie was a great yeah. friend of all the singers. I know that, I know that. Well, and thanks indeed yeah. for letting us know. Anyway, uh, David, away you go, get ready. Uh, the clock is ticking. Uh, they're waiting for you in Highland and all your adoring listeners congratulations with the song we're going to hear it now god bless you both thank you god bless good luck thank you jerry take care of yourselves bye-bye Ah, it's really lovely, isn't it? Yes, don't take the good times for granted. David James and Daniel O'Donnell, who we've just been speaking to a few moments ago, that's going to go really well for them. And that young lad, he has a fine voice. Eamon's been on to say, what inspirational words from Daniel O'Donnell. Yes, they were inspirational. He spoke really powerfully, our Daniel, this afternoon. And he has the situation right in focus, what needs to be done, pulling together... Getting out the other side of this, it is so important. You're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio this Friday afternoon, still to come on the show. We're going to have a really special guest joining us after two. His name is John Moore from Dundalk, and he's produced the most wonderful little cookery book. As I said to you, if you think you're having an SHI.T day, wait until you hear Aoife Heaney's story. We'll be back in a moment. Good afternoon, Jerry. Listen to this, folks. On this day says Kathleen, six years ago, on this day six years ago, I was in Florida with my friend going on the Gertrude Byrne Caribbean cruise with Daniel. (laughs) Isn't that an irony that we had him on us today? Best holiday ever, says Kathleen. Uh, Well said, says Tony. Daniel, we need to get away from the negative tribe that is poured out to us morning, noon and night. Thank you indeed for that, Tony. Just going back to that message there uh, from Kathleen. I was thinking myself, ask you this. I'll ask you a little question on late lunch this afternoon. Given that we will get by this at some stage, now it may be later this year or maybe a slight bit longer, we might have to look at the 2022. I'm talking about 
getting on an airplane and flying out of the country somewhere. Hopefully it'll happen in the autumn of this year. Let's be optimistic. But if you're thinking about holidays, and we talked to Stephanie Prisner yesterday on the show, she found the suitcase, remember, under the bed with the dust in it, hasn't been away in over a year. Where would you go to first? Where would be your first destination abroad when you can travel and we can move about the globe again and fly? Where would you go to? Where would be your first destination you'd head for? Have you great memories of somewhere? Do you love a place in particular? Is there somewhere you haven't been that you say now, I'm going to go there? Will I tell you where I'd like to go? Will I? Or will I hold on? Will I wait till I see what you have to say? There are two places I'd really like to visit, so I'll tell you one of them, and then I'll come back to the other. I will tell you the other one in a little while. I'd certainly love to go to Washington now. I've been to the States and quite a few places in the States, but I've never been to Washington. I meant to. And with all that's gone on, and when I was watching those bloody rioters and everything that's happened subsequently, the history of the place, I looked at it, and I said, that's a place in the States I'd like to go and visit. So Washington would be on my radar, please God, health spared to do it and everything else. But where would you like to go? Where would be the first place you'd go, given that we will be able to get up in the skies again and travel? Your destination of choice. Come on, tell me on late lunch this afternoon. I want to hear from you. 86 WhatsApp or text me now to the show. Love to hear from you. If you want to pick up the phone and just tell us, 1857-15958. And I'll read them. I'll tell people where you would like to go when you can travel again. And I'll tell you the second place. I have another place I really want to go to as well. Never been to Washington. Second place I have been before. I, I will tell you. There's another one coming in. Jerry, isn't that a beautiful song with Daniel and that young man? It certainly is a beautiful song and it's available. You can download it meant to say that it's on Spotify and iTunes the song is there anytime you want to download it you can just go in there and download it another one Keith Barry Jerry what an incredible man he's amazing he really is oh my god he stung me again today he does every time maybe I'm just an old gull for magic I am an old gull for magic I love it but he's an incredible man. He, he really is. And he was honest, like Daniel as well. So don't think that you're out there this afternoon listening to us and, you know, we're having the time of our lives and we're always, you know, up for it, etc. Yes, we are when we come on the air here every day. But we all have our own challenges. Daniel, Keith, myself, we face it every day. We're restricted. Our lives are. But look, at we've got to dig deep and get on with it. Wash the hands. Wear the masks. Keep the space. Let's dig in. This is the most important time now than ever. Late Lunch, LMFM Radio, your destinations, please. Let me know. Late Lunch, LMFM Radio, they're flying into me as I speak to you. Uh, yes, Jerry, I've been to Lourdes in France 11 times, says a listener. I can't wait to get back. What about that? Uh, another one there, Krakow in Poland, Jerry. Yes, I was there myself. That was my last trip or our last trip uh, at the end end of, uh, what year are we in? 20, we didn't go 20, the end of 2019 around Christmas time, it was absolutely beautiful. Jerry, I don't think I could uh, manage the mask in the heat, says another listener. Killarney would do me just fine. I absolutely love it. And there's another one coming in from Pat and Anne McMenemy this afternoon. Jerry, we can't wait to go back to Medjugorje with our daughter and granddaughter and great-grandson. That's our hope, Jerry. We always live in hope. Love the show. Medjugorje, yes, a beautiful, beautiful place. A destination uh, preferred by many people. Now, uh, this lovely wee cookery book arrived on my desk. It's called 
home cooking from Lavender Cottage and it's produced by a man who's on the line to have a chat with me now. He's from Dundalk, John Moore. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? Great. Well, listen, may I say, John, to you, congratulations on producing this lovely book. Thank you very much. Tell me about you and cooking. Who do you uh, get the cookery from? Who taught you? Where does it come from? Well, I always had a big interest in the cookery, um, Jerry, for a long number of years, and I still have it. And was it your mammy or where? Who taught you? It, it was actually... It was actually my father who actually uh, died in 2013. Oliver. Uh, uh, Oliver Moore. And I I actually did did the... That's the reason why I did the book. I know. I I wanted to um, dedicate it to him, you know? Yes, and you have a nice picture is inside the front cover, a beautiful picture. So your dad was a big influence and I know your mother is a great cook as well. Well, look, at I was through your book and I and, really and, love it. And, and I wanted to lift people's spirits, you know, and make them smile, you know? Yes, well, you've made me smile, I have to say. There's no doubt you have, because the recipes in it are beautiful, and you cover the whole lot, uh, little starters in it, main courses, and the desserts of the sweets. Hey, tell me this, you love your cakes and sweet stuff, don't you? Yeah. Oh, you do. You certainly do. Tell me this. You say in the book your signature dish is, well, I have it here beside me, your sherry trifle. Yeah, because that was one that my father taught me, you know. Oh, well, listen, he taught you well. Can I let you into a little secret today, John? Go on. I absolutely Love sherry trifle. Yeah. Would you would you would you make one for me sometime? I would. Good man yourself. Now you're talking. You're gonna make me a sherry trifle, are you? Yes. Isn't that yes. just fantastic? But besides the desserts and everything that's in it, you mention a dish that you do. You a, a salmon dish with cucumber sauce. You love this dish. Yes. And it only takes 14 minutes in the microwave. And if you don't have a microwave, it takes 30 minutes in an oven. Okay, so you have the option. 180. There you go. So look at, isn't that great with a dish? You have the shortcut if you want to use the micro or if you want to go the whole hog into the oven with it. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. Ah, fantastic. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You go to the rehab in Dundalk. Yeah. How many days a week? Uh, Three days a week. At the minute. And it was five, was it? It it was five, Jerry, before the major lockdown, yeah. Yeah, good man. But you love, I know that you love going there and they love you, don't they? Yeah. And do you and about the cookery book, Jerry? There was a a, a friend of ours um, sent a copy of my cookery book to Nevin Maguire, 
who in turn sent me a copy of his own home economics co-free book. I, I know. And a whole lot of stuff with it as well. He's a lovely guy, Nevin, and I know a little birdie told me that Nevin Maguire is a big fan of yours. How does that feel? I'm delighted, and he told me my my book was so brilliant, you know? Ah, he is such a good man. And imagine Nevin saying that he loves your book, and uh, I'm sure he'll he'll try a, a few of your recipes as as well. I, I'm sure he'll try every single one of them, Jerry, if he got half a chance. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you this, John. I don't think he'll take you on with the sherry trifle. He'll leave that up to you. Yeah. You know, here's a message coming in for you. Hi, Jerry. Will you say hello to John from his friend Nicola in Drogheda and congratulations in, on the book. Do you know Nicola? Yeah. yeah. She, she, I used to go to sports on a Saturday. Good. With her. Part of the IWA, yeah. Yeah, great, great stuff. Is your mum there with you? Yeah, she would, is. Would you put her on to me for a second? Yeah. He wants her for a second. Hello? Hello, Mammy. What a great oh. lad you have there. Oh, I bet, haven't I? Ah, I Geraldine, you have a wonderful <laughs> son. You really have. You must be so proud of him with the cookery book. Oh, I'm delighted. Absolutely delighted. Even though he made me the tester, you know? <laughs> 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 Geraldine Somebody has to do the ah, Exactly Jeez I'd been down the road myself to test it had I known that you were looking for a tester but no better woman actually to test it than yourself he, he's, he, Obviously he's quite passionate uh, about this to produce his first book Oh absolutely Yeah mm. but he loves the cooking and he loves the baking Yeah yeah, which is fantastic. And isn't it a great way to occupy time? So many people, as you know, Geraldine, I don't have to tell you, have taken to it now since last March. You know, every everybody's given it a go. And, you know... They have, they have, yeah. Have, yeah. yeah and, and the timing of this book is absolutely perfect. Are there still copies available, Geraldine? There's copies in those two shops, Jerry, in St. Joseph's Redemptress shop. Yeah. And in Connell's here in Clanbrassel Street. No, unfortunately, they're shut at the moment. Yes, but, yes, um, yes. But they do still have copies there. Okay, yeah. so the book will will still be available. And sure, it's a snip out of fiver, isn't it? My God Almighty, sure, jeepers. Oh, there you are. You wouldn't get much now <laughs> for that. <would> you? <laughs> you won't get better value in the country today than than a fiver for a book like this. Um, but obviously, like the uh, I just mentioned them there, the, the people in, in the rehab in uh, Quayside Resource there, great, great facility and asset to the people of the town. Great facility. Now, I'm going to put him on to you because he wants to thank them up in rehab. Oh, oh, yeah, he's going to do that. I just wanted a quick word with you. Yeah. Well done to you, Geraldine, and thanks for being the taster on a wonderful book. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Jerry. Thank you. Uh, put him on to me there till I have a final word. I'm John. Hello. Hello, John. Go on. You want to say, who do you want to say thank you to? I, I want to thank the staff in rehab for all their support. Yes. The great people, I know, and they give you wonderful support all of the time there. Uh, they really do. But look, before you finish, just to give a message to our listeners, there's nothing to beat home cooking, John. 
Oh, I know that. <laughs> That's why you produced this book, because this is fully genuine home cooking. The very best from the creativity of the wonderful John Moore in Dundalk. And it's called Lavender Cottage. Home cooking from Lavender Cottage by John Moore, dedicated to his late dad, Oliver Moore, and mentored and tasted by his mammy, Geraldine. John, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I wish you well. Thank you very much. Not at all. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's the wonderful John Moore speaking to me from Dundalk this afternoon. It is a nifty wee little book, I have to say to you. And they're all home recipes in it as well. If you'd like it, I'll give you my copy. I'll, I'll give it to one of you this afternoon. If you want a copy of Lavender Cottage, it's a lovely little book. There's about 20-something recipes in it from starters right through to main course. But it's all, and desserts of course, it's all home cake cooking as well. So, if you'd like a copy of the book this afternoon, it's called Lavender Cottage. Just send me a wee message now by text or WhatsApp and just tell me why you'd like the book. Why would you like this book today? Give me a reason to give you the book. If you want it, I'll give it to one of you anyway. It's there and if I get a, a few messages in, I'll pick somebody before the end of the show. Jerry, uh, Mil... Uh, let me spell that myself. Milani. Milani in Croatia. Probably the most relaxing place on earth Jerry I'll be back there as soon as I can says a listener short break and listen I'll say it to you again if you're if you think you're having a difficult day wait until you hear the story our next guest has to tell Aoife Heaney's with us next did you know that there's a massive clan of Heaney's round Kilberry in County Meath oh yes there are and one of them is called Aoife and I have to say she gave me one of the best laughs ever this day. Aoife, welcome to Late Lunch. Hiya. How are you keeping? Uh, good. You're even laughing, thinking about what uh, I was feeling like this morning when I saw this picture. Aoife, tell our listeners, uh, and the picture, I think we may have it on our on LMFM social media. You were in, whose milk in parlour were you in? Uh, my own, my dad's. Your dad's, what's your dad's name? Martin. Martin. Okay, so you're in Martin's Milk and Parlour, and I'm familiar with Milk and Parlours myself. I know how they operate. You know, there's a bit of a, a the country in in the town you're talking to today. Anyway, is milking finished? What are you doing? What's going on when you're down in the pit in the parlour? Uh, well, what was going on there was we were drying off the cows, so preparing them for calving season. Oh, I see. So you were just driving them off, drying them off. Does this happen before or after the milk? Is this a specific task with calving in mind? Uh, well, this would be kind of when you... I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, you kind of dry them off and that's like their final milking until they calve again. Ah, yes. So I see. I see what you're doing. You dry them off, then they will milk, and then, you know, they go through the whole natural cycle. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Anyway, you're down at ground level below the cows, just slightly below, yeah? Yeah. Tell them what happened. Well, I was getting ready to dry off this cow and suddenly there's a nice warm feeling on the top of my head. <laughs> Sorry, Eva. I don't mean to laugh. I shouldn't. I shouldn't, I shouldn't laugh. But I, I have to laugh. I'm sorry, love. You felt this warm feeling on your head and it, it wasn't the sunshine? No, unfortunately it <laughs> wasn't. A cow did a number two, was it? Or a number what? Number two, is it? Oh, yeah, number two. Number two on your head? Yeah. 
Oh, my God. And and look at... Is this unusual or was it a one-off or has it ever happened before? It wouldn't be a common occurrence, but I'd be lying if I said it has never happened before. <laughs> and you, obviously, happening before, you knew straight away what this bit of heat on your head was. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you got a good belt of it, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> What do you feel at that moment, you know, when it happens? You know, you're a young lady, a beautiful young lady, and here you are, covered in cow dues. Is it just get out of the pit and clean up, or did you keep on doing what you were doing? Well, initially it was shock, and then it was laughter, and I decided I should probably clean myself up. (laughs) Who took the photo? It would be my brother-in-law, John. (laughs) And did he just snap it, or did he ask you to pose? Oh, no, he just snapped it. That was... <laughs> John! Exactly how I looked. I'd say uh, uh, he's in, uh, number one on your list, is he, for next Christmas for a gift? Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe is right. Anyway, you're just 17 years of age. I know you're in fifth year in Mercy School in Navin, but you dig out round the family farm. Yes, it's part of your, your life. Yep. Always has been, probably always will be. Yeah. I remember years ago being in a dairy myself. I used to help out with a local farmer. And you know when you'd be behind them, they'd be finished milking. That was the old, uh, you know, it'd be primitive compared to your dad's place there. But it was still the suction, the milking and that. You'd take them off and that. And you know a cow might be doing is, you know what, and you know when they cough. (laughs) Yeah. It becomes projectile, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. That's... that's that can be how you get covered too. How it happens. I have to make an admission on late lunch today. I have been that soldier. I have been covered in the past myself. My heart goes out to you. I know what it's all about. Anyway, look, the photograph speaks a thousand words. Are you going to, have you any like thoughts down the road? Would you like to go into farming or is it outside of farming you see yourself? I've thought about it, but it wouldn't be top of my list. Okay, okay. But you will help out and you will be involved and it's in your DNA and of course Martin has a wonderful place there. Well listen you're a great sport to have a chat with us. You really are and uh, thanks for brightening up our day and I know you got cleaned up and you smell a million dollars and always do. Aoife, you're great. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's Aoife Heaney of the Heaney clan from Kilberry. Have a look at the picture. They have it today, I think, in the Farmer's Journal. It's appeared. Happened a couple of weeks ago and it's on LMFM Twitter. Go on, have a look. Have a laugh at our Twitter page. She's lovely. She's a great sport, isn't she? Back in a moment. Thank you for all your WhatsApp and messages. I'll get to them. Hi, Jerry. My name is Marion. I just have to tell you that you are such a kind and caring gentleman. Thank you so much. I've been listening to you for a year and a half since I came home, since I came home from Canada. My husband were there. My husband and I were there for 30 years and we came home to retire. I was so happy to hear Daniel on your show today. I met him several times when he was on tour and I spoke to him on the phone when he was on Detroit public TV. I remember telling him how homesick I would feel when I would hear his voice. Like you, he has such a kind and caring way about him. I won't delay you, Jerry. Just wanted to say how I felt about you and Daniel. You're not delaying me at all. Thanks so much. I would love, Jerry. just I heard you saying there about where you would like to go. I'd love to go to Lourdes and visit the house where Bernadette grew up. God bless. Thank you indeed. Lovely to hear from you, Marion, on the show uh, this afternoon. Um, now, let me see. Um, 
let me see. Oh, there's more there. There's loads there. I'm going to come back to them as well. There's another one there. Jerry, I can't wait to go back to Italy. Anywhere in Italy would do. I so love the country. And I'll tell you about my uh, preferred second destination when we come back after three. Coming up, uh, news, weather and sport at three. After three, looking ahead to sport at the weekend with Leon Blanche. Uh, round up the Billy Joel story. But we head there in the company of KT Tunstall. And suddenly I see. Oh, we have lots of people looking for John Moore's cookery book. I'm going to give it to this person. Hi, Jerry. Would love the book as I'm teaching my 11 year old son, Mark, how to cook. It's yours, whoever you are. Maybe you'd come back to us and just give us your name there. But that book is for you and so many looking for it. I just have the one and I'm going to send it out to that person there. Now, what about where you'd go if uh, you could go or when you can go? Mags was on to say, Jerry, I just go to Cork. Uh, I love it down there and I haven't seen my grandchildren in ages. It would be just magic for me. Thank you indeed. London again would be great, Jerry, says Rita. Wonderful city. Back to the Costa, says Kira. Bella Medina, first stop with the clan. Very popular place there. We're big fans of the Algarve in Portugal, says Peter. Portugal for Peter. Hope you get there soon. I'd love to go back to Sicily. I loved Sicily. It was absolutely beautiful. I'd love to get back there myself at some stage. Uh, we had a call from uh, Robbie about the uh, slurry and I just uh, want to clarify that slurry spreading is allowed in this area from the 1st of February but there are conditions not to be spread when land is waterlogged. Surely everywhere's waterlogged at the minute or flooded or there's a forecast for frozen ground or snow or heavy rain within 48 hours. In my opinion, nobody should be spreading at the moment. And now it's Billy Joel, my featured artist of the week. Just finishing his story. Do you know that he's played more shows at Madison Square Garden than any other artist ever? In fact... He's had a monthly residency there in recent times, which was only interrupted by the pandemic. And listen to this. I just saw on Monday gone by, last Monday, he said that he plans on recommencing, resuming the shows in the garden on November the 5th this year. So there you are. He's planned his first show for the 5th of November. And, you know, he's an icon in New York, so much so Governor Andrew Cuomo declared the 18th of July 2018 Billy Joel Day in New York State to coincide with his 100 performances at Madison Square Garden. He's always loved water, the sea, boating, and with his friend and business partner, Peter Needham, they set up the Long Island Boat Company. And when I went to see him at the Aviva Stadium, the last time I saw him on the 23rd of June 2018, during a magical performance on a summer's evening, he played this. It's one of my favourites of all time, the Downeaster Alexa. Billy Joel. Ah, he is my favourite of all time. The Downeaster Alexa. It's about an impoverished fisherman off Long Island finding it hard to make ends meet, lack of fish stocks, prices, you name it. And he wrote that brilliant song about it. And the Downeaster is a a lobster boat, actually, but it's a wonderful, wonderful song. I was so thrilled uh, when he played it at his concert in 2018 in Dublin. Great set that night. Anyway, he's a legend. And I hope someday to, please God, see him again in person. Say hello to Celia Quine this afternoon, my good friend. Hello, Celia. And uh, Cecilia, we're 
better, better give her a full name. Yes, roll on. Big concerts. Uh, never mind the foreign travel, she says. Just want to go to live gigs next year, please, God. You will indeed, I promise you. It's time to look ahead to the weekend in sport. And it's a real busy one this first weekend in February. And we're going to have a chat now, as usual, with the communications manager from Boyle Sports, Leon Blanche. Afternoon, Leon. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? I'm good. Great to hear from you again. Let's get straight to business. The Six Nations begins this weekend. Italy, France, England, Scotland tomorrow. But on Sunday, let's start with this one. Ireland in Wales. Yeah, look, Jerry. I mean, it's probably not the hardest fixture to open up our Six Nations account with. Um, Ireland were good winners over Wales uh, last year. And I just think, Jerry, this Ireland side, um, we're all expecting a big Six Nations from Andy Farrell's men. Um, are they good enough to actually lift the trophy? I have my reservations about that. But Ireland are favoured against Wales. They're really short price, actually, one to two. The Irish fans have come out in force and shown their fate behind the boys in green. They're a four-point favourite on the handicap. And um, if the money keeps coming for Ireland minus four, I'm being informed that it might push to even minus five. Uh, come kick-off on Sunday. I think Ireland are going to win this, Jerry. but I'm more interested in the performance. Here's hoping we can kick off our Six Nations campaign with a brilliant display, get the victory, and then, of course, we'll be playing next weekend again. So I think Ireland are good enough to beat Wales. That's Sunday. On Saturday, Italy, France, England, Scotland. You'd have to say, would you, France to beat Italy, England to account for Scotland? I think so, Jerry. You know what? And I think England, their favourites uh, to win the Six Nations outright. Uh, they do play a pretty dull and boring style of rugby. I think that's fair to say, but that won't bother them whatsoever. This is the Calcutta Cup, of course. They're 15 points favourite, Jerry, to beat Scotland. Um, so that means they've got to win by 16 or more um, if you want to have a go at that at even money. I don't know whether England are going to beat Scotland by that big of a scoreline because of the nature of the way they play. And Scotland, you know, they're always up for this game. So I think Scotland will come under the spread. And yes, I think France will see off Italy quite comfortably. Let's uh, switch to soccer now and the Premier League. And I'm just looking at the table. Man City top 21 games played, 47 points. The next three have all played a game more. United at three back on 44. Leicester five back on 42. And the defending champions, Liverpool, now seven back on 40 points. And remember, they've a game more played. This match at Anfield is crucial for the league. Never mind Liverpool, Leon. Liverpool, Man City, big game Sunday. It's a huge game, Jerry. You'd be worried by Liverpool's home form this season and that was the reason why they were Premier League champions. It's the reason why they nearly won back-to-back when they just lost out by a point the previous season. But the no fans at Anfield, it really is getting to Liverpool. And teams now are setting up and they're telling Liverpool, come and break us down. But unfortunately, Liverpool are just not doing it. They hadn't lost a league game in 68 matches and now they've lost two back-to-back, the two Bs against Burnley and against Brighton. Manchester City, Jerry, for me, they're going to win the Premier League this year. Man United and Leicester will be hoping Liverpool can beat them to try and keep the title race alive. Liverpool are as big as 5-2, to two, Jerry, at home. When would you ever see Liverpool that big a price? Man City are the favourites and the draw is 13-5. to five. I think City, the way they're playing, Jerry, they're not conceding goals. They're scoring just what they have to do. They seem to be getting a lot of their players back Yes, Kevin De Bruyne will still be missing, but they've still got a lot of options. I think this one, Jerry. I hope it's a great game of football. I hope City don't do what other teams have done at Anfield and just sit back. If 
they come out and play, it could be a humdinger. But I'm not going to tip up City. I'm not going to tip up Liverpool. I think the draw here is the most likely outcome. We watch with bated breath. And this weekend, Leon, before we finish up, there's a festival of top-class horse racing here at home in Ireland. And there are big races all over the place. But the two that catch the eye are the Champion Hurdle and the Gold Cup. Absolutely, Jerry. I mean, it's the Dublin Racing Festival. Anyone who likes horse racing gets stuck into watching this over the next two days because this is the creme de la creme. The champion hurdle, we've got Honeysuckle, the very talented mare. She's nine from nine. She's never been beaten. She's the reigning champion, but she's coming up against a small but quite select field. Sharja was very impressive winning here at Christmas. He's second favourite. Abacadabra has got to run better. There was excuses for his run last time out, but I just think Sharja, this course specialist, he might be able to see off the favourite Honeysuckle. And then in the Gold Cup, Jerry, the Irish Gold Cup, which happens on Sunday. Again, it's a small field of five, but wow, what quality do we have? We've got Kenboy. We've got last year's winner, Delta Work, who fell at Christmas. We've got Mellon, who fought out that fantastic finish with Kenboy at Leopardstown in December. And Manella Indo, who fell in that same race over Christmas time, trying to get his confidence back. I think Rachel Blackbore and Henry de Bromhead, a good round of jumping. I think Manana Indo could win the Irish Gold Cup on Sunday afternoon. And Leon, just before you leave us, for NFL fans, it's Super Bowl 55, the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending champions, taking on Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How do you see this one? Oh, this is going to be a cracker, Jerry. The ever-vescent, the ever-young Tom Brady, 43. This is his 10th Super Bowl. He's in his first season with the Bucs, and he's up against the new kid on the block, Patrick Mahomes. I just look at this, and I see it's new against... I'm not going to call him old, because he's actually younger than me, but this is going to be some shootout. High-scoring game. I think there was only a couple of points between them when they met in Week 12. Brady's at home. It's the first time ever. A Super Bowl is being played on the home ground by one of the teams contesting it. I just have a feeling, Jerry, Tom Brady is going to work his magic again. And unbelievably, if he wins, it'll be seven Super Bowl rings. Phenomenal. The best player ever to grace the NFL circus. Well, at least Manchester United fans might see some silverware this year, given that the the Glazers own Tampa Bay uh, as well as Manchester United. Anyway, I'm only having a little fun there with uh, the Red Devils fans. Leon, you're great, as usual. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. We'll talk to you again around this time next week. Have a great weekend, Jerry. That's almost our lot on Late Lunch for another week. Ackle Island, says a listener. Beautiful, Jerry. I have been there. And Benidorm with the senior, says Richie. You can't beat it. Thank you so much. I want to say my thank yous today to Eamon Doyle and Brian Farley, who have been uh, guiding me here in the studio during the week, to my producer, Louise Walsh. Thanks a million, Louise. To our guests who join us every day, really do appreciate your company and time. And especially to you, our listeners, who tune in every day and join in the conversation on Late Lunch. Thank you so much. Have a nice weekend. Take care of yourselves. Eddie's coming next with the drive. Some wonderful music on the way here on LMFM Radio. Stay with us. And we're going to leave you today and hopefully put a smile on your face. Yes, we're going back to a comedy classic. Yes, it's Mrs. Brown and the medium. Have a now laugh. Take care of yourselves. See you Monday. Let me dim the lights. <laughs> it's not the London Palladium, love. On or off. Take your fucking pick. <laughs> Rory, get the lights.
Rory, come to the light. Can we all, please, can we all just hold hands? Who's that beside me? It's me, Agnes. Agnes, that's not my hand you're holding. <laughs> I want us all to close our eyes and concentrate on those who are no longer with us. Close your eyes. You close your eyes. I close my eyes when you close yours. Now close your eyes. What's he now, the eye inspector? Close your... <laughs> what the gee? Is he all right? Never mind him. I just wet me knickers. I sense... I sense a presence in this house, somebody who refuses to pass over to the spirit world. That's you, Grandad. <laughs> Mummy. Sorry. Speak to us. Is there anyone out there? Speak to us. <laughs> that was definitely you, Grandad. Agnes, it's me. It's your husband, Redsa. I don't believe it. Even in the spirit world, he's pissed. <laughs> Mommy, don't give him such a hard time. Agnes, do you miss me? Mommy! I'm continuing. <laughs> the Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Strahda Dundalk and Cavan. Our service departments are open with all HSC and government guidelines in place to keep you and our staff safe. Sales are click and deliver only through our website, blackstonemotors.ie. Stay safe from Blackstone Motors. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.